Good morning, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Medic Mornings. I'm your host, Fiona, and today I have a very special guest with me who's going to introduce herself. Hi, everyone. My name's Haz. I'm a first-year medical student in the UK, and I post a bit on TikTok, do a bit of social media, just trying to help other applicants, anyone that needs of help, so... Yeah. And she's attending the University of Southampton, which is amazing. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and we're just going to jump right into a week in the life of a medical student. So you're a first year medical student, correct? Correct. Yeah, I am. How do you feel about that? Is it kind of exciting? Like, Yeah, it's been very hectic. Mm-hmm. Um, you are sort of very much in the deep end, but... It's been a huge amount of fun as well. And I think because you're all doing it together, so you and your entire year, you're all figuring things out. And there's something really nice about feeling like you belong somewhere with like-minded <laughs> people. It's been great. It's been really, really fun. I think it's just like connecting to people on a deeper level because you have the same like sort of basis of understanding. And that sounds so fun. And I can't wait to get into that. so here you have a timetable of your first semester just run me through what the average day is like for your Monday yeah sure so every Monday morning we have lectures so they can start at nine or ten um nine if they're being particularly cruel and (laughs) ten if they're being a bit kinder to us Um, And we normally have three and they're 45 minutes long. So 9 to 9.45, we get 15 minute break and then 10, 10.45, you can see the pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So it can really be on any sort of topic, but normally on Mondays, it tends to be more anatomy focused because we have lab in the afternoon. So normally it will be a subject to supplement our learning so on this particular Monday I had one on the skin and one on soft tissue infection which sort of links to the skin and one on the ANS which was our first lecture doing the autonomic nervous system um, which were all very interesting and we typically get around an hour for lunch but it very much Depends, again, on how nice they're being to us, Um, because there are four different anatomy groupings, so A, B, C, and D. And to be fair to us, each week we get shuffled around timings. So sometimes I might have anatomy two till three, or three till four, or four till five. So it just, you change every week. Um, So this particular week, I think I was um, two till three. So I was all done by 3pm with my anatomy and then I can just go home. So I just get the bus home and yeah. (laughs) So what exactly happens in anatomy lab? Like what did you do in this specific one? Mm, So this specific one was our, we were on the nervous system foundation. So very much exploring Um, key structures. Um, So for Southampton, we are pro-section, which means that I do not myself cut anything up. Um, We don't actually dissect anything ourselves. Everything has been pre-dissected for us by some very, very 
intelligent, clever people. And so we walk in and there are several stations, normally seven or eight, and each table will have a specimen. So it might be somebody's arm, um, a chest cavity, a spinal cord. And I think for this week, we, we, we are very much focusing on the spinal cord and the structures of the nerves as they leave the spinal cord. So most of the specimens were to do with that. And we get a series of questions at each station that we have to answer. So for example, locate the ventral rami. And then we have to say, okay, well, here's the ventral rami. And we can take notes on how we found that and anything to help us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just great because these are the specimens that we get in our exams as well. So being more familiar oh that's not a word being more more familiar with the specimens is I mean I'm very fortunate I think every time that I go in there I'm still amazed that somebody gave their body to help me learn to be a doctor Mm -hmm. I think that's something very special I heard so many of my medical student friends going like I would not donate my body to medical science (laughs) and lots of medical students just like disrespect the cadaver but that was just like my friends. I think that's different for your experience as well. Yeah, no, I think I've definitely been around people that have said things like, oh, it's like, it's just a bit weird that someone would do that, <laughs> which I get, I get that viewpoint. I think it's a little ignorant, but mm-hmm. I do understand why people might say that. But I think what's really nice about Southampton is that we have a whiteboard in the lab and obviously mm-hmm. confidentiality, so no names or anything. And we don't know who we're dissecting, of course, but they put all their occupations on the board. So cleaner, bus driver, because I think I had oh. um, a misconception that they were all like ex-doctors. I just had that <laughs> in my head. And then I saw this board and it said, you know, plumber, teacher, librarian. You get to really know a tiny sense of that person, like who hmm. they were in their past life. And I, I, that's so beautiful. Like, honestly. It is. I think there's something I feel very honoured to be, to have that privilege. I think that's really important to bear in mind that sometimes you get a bit wrapped up in how cool is this spinal cord? And mm-hmm. then you think, that spinal cord was in somebody their entire life and they decided to give their them to helping me learn and so that I can see lies hopefully hmm oh that that is really (laughs) sweet and really puts things into perspective Um, another question that I also had is like 45 minutes sounds so incredibly short um Mm. in a level I remember like it was around one two one and a half hours so how would you say like that 45 minutes is it super crammed is it like you're trying to get shit done yes um occasionally they will run over it just depends on how good your lecturer is at cutting out the waffle and getting straight to the point um but on the whole we have really good lecturers so um at first it was a bit shocking for me because I had two hour long lessons at Mm -hmm. my school (laughs) Um, so going from two hours to 45 minutes, I think I had in my head that it would be easier. Like, I think I went in thinking, oh my gosh, 45 minutes. How great is that? (laughs) And then I realized it's 45 minutes of intense. It is quite intense because you have to make sure you don't lose focus. Because I think the minute that I go on my phone or I switch off, I then can't find it hard to catch back up. 
Mm-hmm. It's like a marathon for your brain. It it is because you're paying very close attention to what they're saying. You're trying to take notes at the same time, making sure you catch all the key information. Um, but I think you do get used to it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I've been at medical school for you know not a good amount of time because clearly I'm right <laughs> at the beginning of my journey, but um, enough time that I feel like I've settled into it now. Mm-hmm. And I think that now I'm very used to short, sharp bursts. And I'm not sure that I could go back to a two hour long A-level lesson. <laughs> You're like, that would bore me to death. Yes, I think so too, honestly. <laughs> okay, so tell us a bit about the Tuesday then that you had. So um, Tuesday, we always do on campus. So I should have probably mentioned Monday is always at the hospital because of anatomy. So we spend all day there. And then Tuesday, because we're not doing any anatomy, we can be on campus. So just the main campus that all the humanities students, like other students are using, which is quite nice in a way because you get to sort of experience being on campus. And I personally really like Southampton's campus. It's very green. It's just nice. (laughs) Um, So usually it's a 10 a.m. start on a Tuesday, which is really nice because I'm not too far from campus, so I get a little bit more of a lion, (laughs) which is nice. Um, So I think this week, again, 45 minutes, I had three lectures. Um, My first one was on A&S, but more um, physiology focused, not necessarily on the pure anatomy. In all honesty, it was a very similar lecture to the one we had on Monday. So I'm not sure entirely how useful that was, (laughs) but at least it was going over things again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had two pharmacology lectures, both on drugs and how drugs um, affect the autonomic nervous system. Um, and it, it was shown, it was told to us that it was really important, those two lectures, and they were certainly very heavy lectures. Mm-hmm. Um, there was quite a lot of content in those two, but I think very important. And then we get an hour for lunch on Tuesdays. Um, so I just sort of go to the cafe on campus or head to the library if I'm feeling studious. <laughs> if I'm not, it's to, to the canteen. Um, <laughs> and then I have my student selected unit. So we call it SSU1, which is the first one we did for Foundations of Medicine. So up until Christmas. And this was a group teamwork kind of project. So we all got assigned groups and assigned a topic, an issue in Southampton. So my group were assigned childhood obesity. And the point of the project was to design an intervention to try and combat your problem. So my group designed sort of a dance intervention for children in primary school to try and get them more active. And we had to do quite a lot of research to back up our intervention Um, And we spent quite a lot of weeks designing like a scientific poster to show all our findings. And so we'd work on this for two hours. So two till four every Tuesday afternoon, which was really nice because it went on for quite a few weeks. So to get to know your group, to make some friends outside the people that you normally sit with in lectures was really nice. Um, So that particular day I had those two hours and then I was free to go at four. So again, either back on the bus to halls or I sometimes would go to the library and just do a bit of consolidation from the morning of lectures just get that done so I didn't have that hanging over my head the rest of the week so oh my gosh that's so jam-packed 
<laughs> it's just like from 9am all the way to 4pm. Um, so your SSU, it's a group poster. Um, is it something that contributes more towards your course credits or is it something that's taken more seriously, can be published or something? Um, and does that ever happen? Yeah, so it was summative. So it does impact our kind of first year results. So we did get a formal mark, which will go towards, I think it's a certain proportion percentage wise of our final final grade from first year. But I don't think as far as I know, it's not like our project in year three. It's not, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't go towards publishing or anything I think it's very much just to get us used to working in a team and just to improve our research skills mainly for year three I think it's just a nice way of getting everyone used to working as part of a team so it's like baby steps basically yeah which is quite nice (laughs) because I don't think I'd want to be thrown right in the deep end exactly that so it's quite nice to have that introductory working on how to work with other people which is obviously such an important part of medicine you get to meet some of your cohort as well do you know like your entire cohort by now is it a big cohort no not at all (laughs) um I think there are just over 300 people in my cohort we have a particularly large cohort because Mm -hmm. of COVID and all the backlogs from COVID and the effect they had on applicants who decided to defer so -hmm. I think we had quite a lot of deferrals which meant that our year is a particularly big year um and it's not quite like school in the way that I wouldn't say it's cliquey at all. Like people do move <laughs> around different groups. Um, I have friends from different areas of med, of med, but um, you definitely get very used to sitting with similar people in lectures. They're normally the people that you travel there with or people that you met in Freshers' Week mm-hmm. or just people that you're familiar with. But I think through things like SSU, you get to know other people. And it's just then quite nice to say, oh, hi, you know, how are you? And it's like familiar faces. Yeah, but I would not say that I know the entire year. I recognise, <laughs> I see faces around, like in mm-hmm. coffee shops, and I think, oh, I know you, so you're probably on my course, but I couldn't tell you what your name is. <laughs> <laughs> that was not like me in year 13, but it's probably like a much bigger campus and mm. you definitely don't see everyone in every lecture. Mm, exactly. No, exactly. All right. So moving on to Wednesday. Tell mm-hmm. me about it. Oh, I love my Wednesday half day. <laughs> my Wednesday half day is a blessing. So this particular Wednesday was quite um, quite a chill Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be a bit hectic in the morning. They can try and cram three lectures in but I think on this particular Wednesday we just had two so we had a 10am start which again is a bit nicer than 9am especially because it's at the hospital so for me it takes me about half an hour on the bus so it it takes time to get there so it's quite nice not to be 9am when my brain is still slightly awake not completely gone Um, so 10 till 10.45 I had a global health lecture so it was kind of just very much A-level geography, which I did. So I felt quite calm about everything. I think it was just a bit of a recap over um, population health, which is something that definitely surprised me at medical school. I think I definitely had the assumption that it, it would be very much 
anatomy, physiology, pathology, Mm -hmm. very heavy on the science side of things. But I think that I kind of forgot that there's so much other complementary elements to medicine, not just the pure science. So actually, we've been doing things like global health, public health. Um, We have sociology lectures. We talk a lot about the biopsychosocial model, which Mm. you'll definitely hear at med school. It's hammered into you that Mm. having a holistic approach Mm -hmm. and seeing someone as being the under the influence of society psychology not just seeing somebody with cancer is someone who's being influenced by every walk of life Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of why we have those lectures and then 11 to 11 45 I just had a physiology lecture it was a bit of a random one sometimes they were a bit random in the first semester because they were trying to get us introduced to everything Um, So we had a cell-to-cell communication lecture, which obviously is very important, but um, it did come a bit out of the blue. (laughs) Explain to us what cell-to-cell is. Yeah, so something, um, there's different types of cell-to-cell transport. Oh, I feel a bit like I'm being quizzed here. (laughs) (laughs) My revision. No, it's good. Um, So you have mesocrine, paracrine, endocrine, or crine, Mm. depending on how you say it. So just Mm. um, either a cell with its neighbouring cell, a cell to a cell a bit further away, and then Mm. endocrine, endocrine, (laughs) which is um, further away, so hormones mainly. Mm -hmm. So just Mm -hmm. talking about how they all link up in the body, um, a bit on neurotransmitters. It was very simplified because Mm. the whole point of our foundations of medicine kind of between September and Christmas was to make sure that everyone was on an even footing because everyone did sort of varied exam boards different slightly different content so I think this is common to every single medical school I think the first term is really about making sure that everyone has a good foundation sort of base to build off then as you Mm -hmm. move up and then I had my lovely free afternoon which I normally spend doing a bit of consolidation. I'll normally go to a cafe in our sort of local student area. I quite like studying in a cafe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you like it. I don't know. I think it's... Um, To be honest, it was never my vibe. Like, I'm... Fair enough. I'm I'm a bedroom kind of girl. No, fair enough. Fair enough. But, like, I feel like I have to get into that because it's the unspoken rule about being a med student is like you have to love the cafe and you have to love coffee (laughs) exactly I just quite like having a bit of a background noise that's not grating Mm -hmm. I quite like Mm -hmm. a sort of murmuring background noise for cafe like the coffee machine yeah exactly it just also (laughs) I just I'm not sure if this is possibly the most medical student thing you could possibly say but there's something about like doing medicine in public. I just feel like I've made my life complete. It's like they don't know I'm a med student. Yeah, I'm like, do they know I'm a med student? <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds but it's awful. like no one knows, but you know, and that's good enough. I know, and I'm just sat there doing my stuff, thinking, oh, I feel, I feel good about myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it is good. It's like a form of socializing, but like only mm, you exactly. know about it. And I think sometimes I'll go with friends, sometimes I'll go alone. It just really depends on 
if I feel like I need some alone time, I might just go on my own. If I'm feeling a bit more like having someone there just to occasionally put down my headphone and go, oh, what were they trying to say here? <laughs> and just get <laughs> someone's input on that, which is very nice. <gasps> so you had a free afternoon. Um, aside from the gym, aside from the library, like, are there any other chores or any winding down activities that gets you in the mood to set the tone for the evening? Mm, yeah, so I don't tend to study all all afternoon because <laughs> um, I need some time to get some things done. Like, you're completely right. Um, I think being on your own means that you have to take more responsibility for things. So I do often I'll go get back from the hospital and I won't go straight out to the cafe. So I'll normally check my bins. <laughs> it's very glamorous. <laughs> I'll check that my bins have been taken out and they're mm-hmm. not stacking up in my room. Um, I'll check that I'm not on the rotor for anything in my kitchen. So we have a flat rotor just to make sure that we're all taking the bins out. Um, I just make sure that I've not left any like breakfast things in the kitchen because sometimes I can be in a bit of a rush in the morning um I just do a bit of a tidy up of my room if it's got very messy so just put some things away um just catch up with some flatmates if they're around because sometimes we have such different schedules that I might not see them all day so just to bump into them and yeah and then I'll normally head out do a bit of work um maybe come back around I never tend to stay out more than like half four p.m. Um, I'll come back and I I take that time half four to about six ish. I take that window just before I eat to do something to relax because it's just it it's good to take that time. So I might put something on Netflix to watch, just have some me time in my room. Um, I might go and chat with someone in the kitchen, just doing something that isn't productive actually just doing something that's just for me in that time is actually productive because you're like prepping yourself for the next day and not cramming and overloading yourself you know it's productive in that sense yeah and then I find that I eat my food and then I can do a bit more work if I need to because I've sort of given myself that break Mm -hmm. gives me that frame of mind that I can do a bit more work it if I need to, if I don't mm-hmm. need to do a, a bit more work, I'll just prep for the next day's lectures and then get an early night. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so Thursday, it's GP placement day on Thursday. Tell us a bit about your day on Thursday. So my Thursday is very similar to my Tuesday and the fact that I'm always on campus because, again, no anatomy. So it's more of a lecture-based day. And... GP happens once every two weeks so we get shuffled around um, group wise because again we're all in groups so I'm in a group of six for my GP placement Mm -hmm. Um, so every Thursday morning for Foundations of Medicine I had a tutorial at 9am on campus um, which was with my tutorial group so I think there was about 10 of us in my tutorial group and we spend um, about 45 minutes every morning every morning I hope not every Thursday morning (laughs) even sorry every Thursday morning just going through some key concepts um that the medical school thinks that we should be able to talk about and discuss with each other so I think this particular Thursday we talked about unconscious bias um which is very important and how that might affect doctors um 
in how they might treat someone. And we talked about our experiences of how we had experienced unconscious bias, maybe, or seen it happening, and how we think that we could, you know, make sure that it doesn't affect how we treat um, a patient in the future. Mm-hmm. And I quite enjoy my foundation tutorials. I know not everyone did because it was quite early and yeah, but I actually quite enjoy being able to get to know a group of people and talk about things like unconscious bias because um, I've seen you do some TikToks on that kind of thing before and you talk about it so... Wait, what? <laughs> I'm so confused. Wait, it's, I can think of a few scenarios. It's like um, maybe doctors treat like female patients differently or like younger, mm. younger demographics and that could affect, you know, like thinking they're faking a symptom or something exactly exactly that kind of unconscious um maybe they'll like miss a symptom or maybe they'll miss like a diagnosis just because they're a female or something yeah I think like we talked about there was some sort of awful statement that came out that I think in America at least I'm not sure what I'm not sure about if this is also the UK um but Mm. in America um, that black people are often um, there's this sort of unconscious bias thing going on where doctors are assuming their pain tolerance is less than a white person might be mm-hmm. so almost like misinterpreting I'm not quite sure honestly how that is unconscious but <laughs> no there's definitely like statistics showing um, you know black women have more um, miscarriages and mm. you know they have more like complications with birth and that's just factors into unconscious bias like you said yeah. and yeah no, definitely it is really interesting oh uh, yeah no um and then I had I think this particular Thursday was a bit different I'd normally have two separate lectures but um I had a symposium which did happen a bit during foundation. So sometimes we do a longer, more interactive lecture on something in particular. So mm-hmm. this particular Thursday, we had a cancer symposium. Let us know what a symposium is. Oh, um, <laughs> honestly, I couldn't tell you the exact definition, but it's basically a longer lecture. So it might be like two hours long, but it's far more interactive. It's not somebody re- reading off a PowerPoint it's more sort of the lecturer sharing some key ideas, getting us to talk to the person next to us about our opinions, then going around and asking for volunteers to talk about what they think. Um, It's just a bit more engaging. Is it like smaller groups? Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, and what's quite nice with this particular one was that we didn't have just one person doing the symposium. There was, I think, three or four different doctors from different fields um different areas of oncology so that was quite nice just to get more of a breadth of teaching which was mm-hmm. very good um so we had that 10 till 12 and we did get a break in the middle which I was grateful for <laughs> <laughs> need that break and then we, I get a short break before I then had my GP placement on this particular Thursday I'm quite fortunate because my GP is not particularly far away I just have to share an Uber with my GP group and it's about a 10 minute car ride. Um, But some people do have placements in Bournemouth and Winchester, um, which are a bit further to get to. 
but I mean, I'm just quite fortunate that I got one in Southampton. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and GP runs from um, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Um, and essentially what we're learning to do in foundations is all about the basics of history taking because we haven't necessarily done enough content yet to be able to take a specific history. So if someone came in um, presenting with a very specific set of symptoms we just don't have the knowledge yet to be able to say you had this because we haven't covered it yet mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I'm sure you I, I'm not sure how much you know on like history taking but there's a bit of a acronym like Socrates mm-hmm. for pain you probably heard of it I'm sure you have um I know like history taking is so specific like you have to write a list yeah. of what exactly they're experiencing like chest pain is abbreviated to, to like c slash p or something yeah no <laughs> yeah it is it's quite fiddly it does take a bit to get used to which is why we have these sessions so we can mm-hmm. take time to practice in quite a nice quite safe environment because there's just um six of you and my gp is so lovely and we just go through how to take history in very general the kind of questions you want to cover um when talking to a patient, how to maintain eye contact, be engaging, the kind of body language you should be using. Um, And then as we got further into the um, semester, we got um, actors to come in. So I didn't know that people do jobs where their job is to like be a patient for things like OSCEs and for like first year students. Do they get paid for that? I thought it was volunteering. There's some organisations where you get paid to go to learn your part and then get used by medical students. That could, I feel like that's a good like work experience for an actor. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. someone who's getting into acting is like... like there's definitely some voluntary things out there, but mm. um, I know you can also join an organisation and actually be paid by universities to help out. It's like very interesting that I know about this now it's very niche I feel <laughs> I know. like um so now that we know a bit more um we started to practice on actual uh people rather than just each other mm-hmm. um so I think this particular GP session was one of the first times that we had um somebody come in and we had to we had to have ourselves film doing it in um the GP consultant room um, and then we had to watch the video back with ev- with everyone else and like critique and feedback. How do you how do you film a history? Is it just you have to have this empathetic like look? Yeah. Um. Basically, they have a card in front of them saying who they are and what they're coming in with, and everything's quite broad right now. So just to teach our skills. So I think I've had a couple so far that have been something like Mrs. Smith comes in complaining of chest pain. So then you have to run through like where exactly is this pain on on your chest? Can you describe the pain? What's the severity? Um, Have you ever had this before? So just like run through Mm -hmm. the key kind of questions. And I guess you're just kind of playing pretend GP. It's quite fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So one question I had before this was um, since since you have placements during your first year, do you think that's like something that is genuinely useful because I felt before that 
placements during first year were kind of just you standing aside like mm-hmm. being in being in the way opening doors but it seems that it is quite useful actually that you mm-hmm. get to take histories yeah like I think Southampton do it really well I can't really speak for every other medical school but I also agree with you I think it's also quite important as well to read the fine print because a lot of medical (laughs) schools will say you have placement in first year and they don't quite specify exactly what they mean by that Mm -hmm. um and I think for us we do get some patient contact Mm -hmm. um so I have spoken to real patients as well as um fake ones (laughs) but um we don't have a huge amount of contact and quite a lot of that is COVID related I think logistically it's quite hard for the university to have us seeing full-blown patients when there's a GP crisis right now so I think that would just not be feasible mm-hmm. but personally I found it really useful just being in that setting like being in a GP room um, seeing how my GP goes about doing things because she often will practice on us how she would do an, a normal patient so I'm not actually that phased by the fact that we're not seeing patients all the time mm-hmm. because I think even being in the same room as a qualified GP who gives up her time to teach us how to take a proper history is really valuable. Mm-hmm. And I think what's really nice is that we get a tea break halfway through. and <laughs> Not just the tea side of it, but then we get to have a bit of a chit-chat with our GP and she talks to us about her experiences being a GP um obviously keeps confidentiality but sometimes talking about patients she's seen in the past um their complications how she got around that and it's just getting a bit of a wider view of medicine because I think it's sometimes it's quite easy with courses that are more traditional Mm -hmm. to forget that you're not studying to be a researcher or someone who's good at anatomy or a biologist you're studying to be a doctor and that involves patients. And that's what's really nice about unis that have the approach to kind of get you out into the wider community, even if that's not, you know, seeing five patients every single time I go. I just appreciate being in a primary care setting and just seeing how everything works. If that makes sense, I don't know. And you get to work on your people skills and, you know, really connect with patients. And I think it's easy to lose sight of the main goal once you're in a traditional course. But for you, I feel like you can really um, understand that this is something that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. And Mm. it's easier to keep in touch with the goal once you have like GP placements every two weeks to be able to physically see patients. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, so we're on to Friday now. Yes. Tell me about it. Um, so my Fridays and Mondays are very, very similar um, because both of them involve anatomy. So it's a very similar layout to how my Monday is. So I will always have kind of three lectures in the morning or two lectures and an online anatomy thing that I'll explain in a sec and then in the afternoon it works the same as Monday so I'll have an hour in the lab um, but it depends what time that we've been shuffled around in so if I've been early on Monday then I might be late on Friday so everyone's sort of got their different times Um, but yeah so I think this particular 
Friday, there was a bit of um, physiology in the morning. Um, I think then I had, sometimes they're called quite funny things, which is why I'm just, just checking. Um, yeah, so it was membrane potential and then it was gene expression after that, which <laughs> genetics at medical school is quite content heavy. Mm-hmm. At least I found that. I'm not sure how good you are on genetics, but just, it's horrible. Mm, just be prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a lot mm-hmm. in, in quite a short space of time, but it's very interesting. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's a lot more than than A level. It's just I'm never going to be a geneticist. Don't get me wrong. I'm joking. <laughs> um, just it was not my strongest suit. Let's just say that. Hmm. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. Um, but to be fair, they do go through it all and they give you plenty of chance to ask some questions. Um, but yeah, genetics lectures are not my favorite. <laughs> yeah (laughs) and then after that I have online e-learning so what they do is they say to us that you can go anywhere you want so some people go into the common room that we have at the hospital some people go into the library and it gets sort of sent to our emails and it's just basically exercises to supplement our learning for that week so it um if we've done a lab on Monday and then the lab on Friday is the same stations as Monday because we only get like an hour in the lab so we have to split it into two so I might do stations one to four on Monday and four to eight on Friday so our online thing on Friday is just to supplement our learning essentially so we have an hour-ish to to do that and then we get lunch and then I'm back in the lab so I'm in the lab for um, about an hour um, we get the chance to ask any technicians that are around any questions we have with the specimens, which is really helpful because sometimes something isn't obvious straight away. Um, sometimes you look at a diagram and you expect something to be there and it's not there. <laughs> and I'm like, where is this nerve gone? There's meant to be a nerve here. Okay, I have a few questions about anatomy lab. So I personally love the lab. I don't know about you, but that sounds like an amazing way to end the Friday. It's just <laughs> chilling in the lab. But I heard that it smells really bad. <laughs> I don't ah, know about you. The smell. Yeah. So, the smell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very used to it now. You get used to it very quickly. Um, It's not a dead smell. Like It's not like a dying smell. Like, um, I thought it might be some sort of dead flesh kind of smell going on. I'm not sure. But it's just, it's very, it's just chemicals. It's like the preservative. Yeah, just a, a very strong chemical smell. And then as you get closer to the specimen, then you start to smell like that cold meat smell. It's quite hard to explain, like, um, just like dead person. And then you just, you just get out of the lab and people are like, why do you smell... <laughs> yeah i get i get on the bus and people just go who is that girl that smells like a dead person <laughs> and it just covers you but it, it's, at least it's, they know you're a medical student you know yeah and it's fine because we all wear gloves of course and wash your hands thoroughly and wear lab coats mm-hmm. um and Ooh, so you get to feel like a doctor <laughs> you do and believe me no one is getting close enough to smell it that badly 
so you just sort of have to get on with it and I promise you you get very used to it like I don't even I don't notice it anymore (laughs) that's that sounds like a blissful life um and I was going to ask a question um so you know how in A-levels you have week one and week two so it's very set um tell us a bit how this is different because this is just one week I can't imagine you having the same week ever no um it is always kind of different the format is very similar so kind of like I said we always have a half day on Wednesday Thursday we always have a half day where it's GP or nothing in the afternoon um we're always at the hospital Monday Wednesday Friday and campus Tuesday Thursday so there's very kind of similar things but the lectures it's not like Wednesday's always pharmacology and Mm -hmm. physiology or Thursday is always this and that it's different every week Mm -hmm. um some weeks are very heavy on one subject like we had one week not that long ago where almost every lecture was on immunology they blasted it the whole week (laughs) which was fun um and then some weeks it'll be a, a real mix and I think, to be honest, that's a very, like, foundations of medicine thing. Because now I've started my actual, like, specific module, it's different now because everything is linking together. Whereas I think what's really important for people to know is that when you start medical school, things seem very disjointed. Because what they're trying to get you to do is have a basic understanding in everything. So sometimes you just feel like nothing is linking up is very sort of bits of this bits of that Mm -hmm. it can be a bit like I'm not actually enjoying this particularly like it's too itty bitty like we're not going into enough detail to actually am I making sense yeah so it's like a little bit of everything but you're like a jack of all trades but master and none yes that's exactly (laughs) how it feels that's exactly how it feels Mm -hmm. and just to let people know that when you hopefully get into medical school that is completely normal Mm -hmm. I think that's how almost every medical school does it and Mm -hmm. you won't feel like you know anything like I felt like I knew nothing (laughs) by Christmas because everything was so scattered um but I think now that I've started um locomotor which is my next module so all about the muscles bones movement essentially mm-hmm. everything is linked and now it is starting to make sense because it's building on stuff we learned in September October November so it mm-hmm. is starting to I'm starting to understand why they do it the way they do mm-hmm. but do not freak out I promise guys if, if you're starting <laughs> med school in September do not freak out when everything seems a bit disjointed because it does start to come together this is a typical week in your life but how does this differ to exam season Ooh, wow exam, <laughs> you've exam had one exam season mm, exam season we didn't um we didn't have any teaching the entire week before we had our formatives mm-hmm. so there was just nothing really in the timetable so it was you know head to the library get some work done um, and then we had a couple of revision sessions that were led by some of the lecturers. Mm-hmm. So I had one on physiology, one on um, pharmacology, where the lecturer or the lead for that subject would just sort of give us a, here's the key things you need to know, you know, just like a... It's like study leave. 
Yeah, which is quite nice. Not every subject did that. I think it was more if the lecturer wanted to. <laughs> if they could be bothered. Mm, very much. <laughs> but I thought they were quite helpful. Yeah, and then we had... Uh, the way my exam season worked was that it was quite crammed. I mm-hmm. only had two days of exams. So I had Monday, I had a multiple choice paper and the written paper on the same mm-hmm. day. And then on Wednesday, I had my anatomy exam. And then I was done. It's quite short. Um, but yeah, so I had no teaching after Christmas until I did my formatives. And then we had a four day break and then straight back into next module. That wraps it up. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you would like to listen more, go on my Spotify, go on my Apple podcast, wherever you're listening it from and give it a rating. Um, Remember to follow me on Instagram at Medic Mornings and The Mediocre Doctor. And I have a YouTube where this is probably going to be posted as well. Has, would you like to provide your socials? Yeah, sure. My TikTok is has underscore word. Um, which is where I just do kind of very informal video things. And then my Instagram is has studies underscore where I'm a bit less active on there, but I'm trying to build it up a bit more. So yeah. I love your study gram. It's so oh, aesthetic. Thank you. Anyways, see you guys next time. Bye bye.